Welcome to Running It Back, the Lessons Learned from Sports podcast. We've been away for a little while, but it's just going to make coming back together even better. Tarlin, welcome back to the podcast. One, thank you. Thank you for the welcome. Two, I'm happy to be able to talk without coughing. I've yes. basically had a cough since January 1st. And we first got to give a shout out to our listeners, those who subscribe on the YouTube channel or, or watching for all the comments where they're tracking how long it takes for us to actually get to the commentary or yes. to talk about sports. I just want folks, since it's been a little while, they should just buckle up for a moment because right. I have a couple of things to say at the top. Right. And also, I... I've been toying with the idea of releasing a separate feed, which is just Tarlin's Tales, which is just <laughs> your stories at the top of the show which may open up an opportunity to release just the shows for that audience out there who just wants to hear the show part. <laughs> just want to get to the shows, you know, just hang in there for a moment. One, had my 50th birthday, yes. not one to really celebrate my birthday. Growing up, my sister's birthday was four days apart. We are over two years apart. I'm still not allowed to say who's younger and old, or older. Just to clarify, Growing up, you were four days apart. That has changed since you're adults, or are you still four days apart? Changed. Let okay. me explain. Stop, stop. It's it's 6.56 my time. I got coffee in me. You, you got life in you. Oh, and then you got a chance to go, or you go out and play in the snow. So I think my last birthday party was like when I was eight, and I was like over it. My buddies threw a surprise party with two other girls in my class when I was 18. That was cool. Yeah. They haven't had a party. And so the 50th, it's a number. It's just yeah, a number. Right. And it's the new 40. Welcome. It was, I spent the day at my daughter's club volleyball game. You never experienced anything. A few of the dads took me and we were the first ones at a sizzler at 10 a.m. Oh, yeah. That place is hopping at 10 a.m. And they serve beer. So why yeah. not? Right. When I got back, a great meal. Family made a great meal, and I had. Oh, I thought you meant great meal at the Sizzler. No, Got Sizzler. It. So I, there was, I said, a, when there I were got two back, great meals. There I was ate, the Sizzler buffet. I did buffet. not eat the wet. I did not eat the wet cheese bread at Sizzler. I passed on that, and I just went with the beer. Right. When I got home, my family made a great meal, but they also, my wife, gave me the best gift I've ever got in my life, which was she was a co-host with you. Yeah. Get back, and they made an hour long video they and you yeah um, with people sending in video tributes and so i want to i give you a lot of crap as a longtime knicks fan and mets fan yeah and i wish when we were in 2000, 2004 as the kaplan score lords you could have played a little bit better right i sincerely want to thank you personally for it's a lot of work on your part it's an amazing gift from her it's an amazing gift from you so yeah. i just want to thank you yeah and we it. should figure out what's allowed to be released to the public out of that hour maybe like our listeners we can give them just a taste i'll, you know? I'll have to rewatch to yeah. see, see what's allowed to be consumed so that's one that's my quarterback that's my quarterback then two the tales we should have hit record early on we had some stories about sega golf back in 94 i didn't yeah. know that was even a sport i didn't know why you were playing sega hockey right happened to mention that it snowed in New York, you were just outside with your son playing in the snow, and you look forward to yeah. going sledding after this. And, you and my son, who is five, so just to be clear, he's not like an 18-year-old, who, which would have been fine. But it, the fact that he's five Dad, makes it even Dad, better. Dad, do you want to share a sled, or do you want to go on your own this Dad, time? Dad, I'm old enough to ride my own sled. You, we'll ride this sled together, son. 
So you mentioned snow. I know it hasn't snowed in New York City or in New York area in two years. Yeah. And you happen just throw out atmospheric river. Yeah. So what is an atmospheric river? Just oh, by the way, it. the other segment in addition to Tarlin's Tales is fun with meteorology. Atmospheric rivers are relatively long, narrow regions in the atmosphere, like rivers in the sky that mm. transport most of the water vapor outside of the tropics. Rivers in the sky. Well, that was your third album? Oh, that's my band name. Your band name. Okay. Yeah. You get, it gets confused. And then it was the name of the third album. So right. We'll, we'll, we'll right. go to that later. While atmospheric rivers can vary greatly in size and strength, the average atmospheric river carries amount of water vapor roughly equivalent to the average flow of water at the mouth of the Mississippi River. So, yeah, I've lived in the East Coast. By the yeah. way, Tarlin, that dot is right in the middle of your, like, it's doing interesting things on your face. Like, I'm going to leave this in because this is entertaining, especially you don't, you don't for like our listeners. The, the our green listeners dot? need to know about it's in our my, back it's and in forth. My, it's in my nose right now. The green dot okay, is. Better. I'm not going to say. So. Yeah. Is it bothering you? So, lived in the East Coast where you have the Arctic blasts. Feels like a finger coming down. Polar, uh, the, the polar vortex sometimes kicks uh, in. the po polar vortex, the bomb cyclone. Oh, yeah. And you've just had dumps of oh, snow. And where... You know what they call the creation of the bomb cyclone? What's that? Bombogenesis. <laughs> I still remember actually... when that was, that was big one winter. <laughs> Bombogenesis just happened. The way you the way you retain information, I think that is useless. I appreciate you. Yeah. And that's what that's what the internet's for. So I also experienced 2014. We broke the snow record in Boston in yeah. February. We had 90 inches of snow and nowhere to put it. Damn. There's nothing like an atmospheric river. And living in LA, most people are like, oh, how's the atmospheric river? And we were driving home as a start and it's raining. Like, it's just some rain. Yeah. And LA people in LA don't know how to drive when it's raining. But it was. I've never experienced it. Someone turned on the faucet in the sky. Yeah. Now, preparing for the atmospheric river, for those who are listeners last year, we had three leaks in the house. We, now right. have three, we have a couple leaks elsewhere. But one thing you do, and you do it on the East Coast too, if you have a pool, you drain your pool. Right. Not completely, but you drain water in the pool. So I drained water in the pool and woke up at 1.30 just with this shot out of bed, like, I need to see what the pool level is. Mm. The pool, I crested. Damn. Is this an above ground or in ground pool? That's for our listeners. That, that's our listeners, our listeners. appreciate Sir, my question. That's, that's our survey. And we love to know what the thought is. The pool I crested, the pool equipment, none of it was working. In order to check the pool equipment, you're wading through shin high water and you have a choice to make. And I was alone. My wife's out of town. Do you oh. run up and down trying to figure out how to turn electricity? Or do you bail water? So I build water. And my new favorite tool in the house is the red bucket. Mm -hmm. And I build water for an hour. Right. Pouring rain and maniacally laughing as it's right. two thirty in the morning, just laughing. Laughing and, and probably getting into coughing fits as well because you're oh, yeah. still recovering. But also got my workout in. That's good. There um, you go. Win-win. So when the pool man came the next day, because I put out an APB, SOS. Yeah. He said, we, we are able to figure out how to get the power back on. And then he looked at the pool, that water level. He said, you built a lot of water. I go, yeah, I did. And this is your new, your new fitness regime. Oh, yeah. You're going to be like, you'll be like Billy Blanks, Tybo, except it'll be Tarland, maybe Bucket Bow. I don't know. We're still workshopping. So Bucket Bow, I also, in my head, 
to make sure you balance both sides, I would kneel on one side. Yeah. Left right. hand under the bucket, bail. Yeah. yeah. 20, 20 reps. Then you flip sides, kneel the other leg, right hand under the bucket. Mm -hmm. I did that rep routine left and right 17 times to get the water out. Right. I want you to do the math. No math? No math? You're not going to do the math? It's, it's okay. still too early for math. The Tough Mudder Spartan Race, maybe they could add an overflowing pool that's to the obstacles. I don't know. So that, that's what I have. I just want to let you know if people think that we are um, a little dramatic in LA, which you can be. It's the land of Hollywood. Like it is real. It's real. It's happening. We have mudslides. Yeah, you got uh, extreme, extreme parts stuff. of Pacific Coast uh, Highway. The yeah, the highway is basically gone. They have to repair it because of the yeah. water. So we got extreme also, last you, two years of extreme water. You had an earthquake. You're not even talking about. That's how I didn't, extreme I didn't even know the atmospheric river is. Yeah, I I'm just saying, like as New York, where you know we have lots of risk around man-made catastrophes. But in terms of like natural catastrophes, we're relatively, I shouldn't even say this on the air, but we're relatively safe here. You know, we get five inches of snow, you know, not bad, not bad. Temperate, temperate climate. Temperate. And, and for our meteorologist fans out there, you're welcome. This was brought to you by the Weather Channel. So what are we talking about? What's this podcast about? This podcast is normally about sports. We've been away a while. So much stuff has happened. You know, the Super Bowl just finished. You know, we should probably do some debriefing on the nfl season that just was and then the nba you know those are probably our two main sports that we talk about we should certainly hit on lessons learned from there and the one thing that has come up is questions about who's the goat in the nfl where tom brady was clearly the goat in everyone's reckoning and now suddenly patrick mahomes you know suddenly you know he's had a little bit of a career so far but he's still early in his career picks up his third chip Questions of the GOAT come up there, and then also questions of the D-word, dynasty. You know, the Chiefs are a dynasty, I think folks would agree now, having won three championships. If you win two, it's not really... Three and six Super three. Bowls, they went, they're going to Super Bowl four in the last five years. So that's where dynasty is coming back. Not dynasty with Linda Evans, Joan Collins, and John Forsythe. That's not coming back, to the best of my knowledge. Never We're watched talking, the show. Oh, really? The fight between Joan Collins and Linda Evans. Don't they even had, know they had like a about. battle. It was like the Real Housewives of Orange County before the Real Housewives. They had a fight before, it was in like before a, reality. It was in like a fountain. It was crazy. Wow. It was totally over the top. So, so bummed I missed this. Yeah, you really missed out. But Dynasties, not talking about the ABC hit from back in the day. We're talking about sports dynasties. Try to get some lessons learned from there, but, you know, both in the NFL and also some dynasties in the NBA. Plus, we like to be inclusive and broaden our thinking, so we can also reference other stuff that's happening. I saw Tiger Woods was back on the links, made me think of you a little bit. He certainly is the GOAT, and he was dominant, a dynasty of one at some point in his career. We just wanted to get the flow going again. We're planning to be back on the regs. So we figured Super Bowl happened. NBA's heating up. You know, let's talk dynasties. Let's talk goats. Take I'm away. just happy that you landed because as often happens, we didn't get even get a chance to text. But you, the one thing you did was you put the title of our show yeah. today. Right. So that was, I saw it in the calendar. I said, okay, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Where you're going, you were, you were, you know, on the prepper. 
It's like but a the, tumbling the, run, Tarland. I, I know, like the title. Me, the title is Goats, Three Peats, and Dynasty. I'm like improvisational you dance. To, you don't know where I'm going to go. I don't know if I want to play jazz. I just want to. I'm going to play that. I want to hit that single note. I want. I'm the symbol. Yeah. Right. You're the cowbell. More cowbell, please. Yeah. All right. Goats. Yeah. Congrats to Mahomes and the Chiefs. Is he your Mahomes boy? Because he's he's my Mahomes boy. I don't know how you feel about him. I I would just say when people talk about goats and if they're even talking about Brady and Mahomes, just let it breathe. Mahomes and Oh, I thought his... you were talking about my hair. You're, you're saying just let it breathe. You're talking for about... those if you could see, if you could see it does look like. Bob, Bob, big boy. It's, it's a snowy. It boy. was a snowy morning. I didn't have a lot of time to get my blame, hair together. Blame, blame the hat. Yeah. I actually forgot. For some reason, I thought you were bald. So keep holding on to that up there. Wisp, wisp of hair. Red don't shed. Red. So, if you were to compare, I mean, Brady played for twenty years. Mahomes is in his first six years. Yeah. If you compare. Brady and Mahomes stats in their first six years, it's not even close. Yeah. Mahomes, a better regular season record by three wins, more Super Bowls, six to three, more NFL MVPs, two to zero, better completion percentage, more passing yards by 7,000 yards, almost 70 more touchdowns. So it's not even close. He's also ahead in signature haircuts, one to zero. Well, I mean, what do you call that? I mean, there used to be the Gumby. It's like I, a, I have it's no like a right to say anything. It's I like his talk. own mullet. It's like his own mullet, right? Yeah. It's a little bit of a mullet. Got it. And they both had three Super Bowl wins in their first six years. Now, Brady did three in four years. And he started out 3-0 and before. Started out 3-0. and Before Eli, Eli Manning. Did you see the Eli Manning thing? No. I'm going to paraphrase it. We will bring in his actual thing. But he said, I'm Eli Manning and I'm nice. Some say Tom Brady's the GOAT. Psych! I beat him twice! Hold me back. Hold me back. Eli is a comic genius. I am so in the Eli Manning game. When, when, was, when was that? Was on, that was on the Manning cast? Or no, this is that? just like this. This was out on the internet. This is like a, maybe, I don't know, went out on Twitter or oh, something. So and it's like, cool things and it's on with the, internet the, you know, the seen. meme of like the, the guys going like, ah, oh, like they're yeah, losing their yeah, mind. Yeah. It's that. It's amazing. Right. So I'll check good. it out. So anyways, I just say let it breathe. Right now, Mahomes, his run, and this will lead to the dynasty conversation, is we haven't seen anything like it. Yeah. And how are you going to compare someone's first six years to 20 years? And Brady really didn't start having sort of these epic years until 2008 when Randy Moss joined and they actually changed their offense. He, he started to be, other than... And look, we'll get to game managers other than making sure and, and making plays when they needed to. He wasn't the dominant force that he was. So he almost had two different careers, his first seven. And then what happened from 2008 until he retired? What so happened I just af say, after Eli Manning beat him the first time? <laughs> they had to go make the super team. And that's the other thing about, about Mahomes is that, I mean, granted, he has a Hall of Fame tight end. And also, like, I will say, we haven't talked about Taylor yet. But she's kind have of, to. I, I feel like we were on it early, and then what do you mean? We already we already talked about it. So it now, became the thing, and now we don't want to talk about it anymore. Super Bowl Fifty Eight, because in her favorite number is thirteen, and five plus eight is thirteen, and the Super Bowl is on two eleven, and two plus eleven is thirteen. 
And this thir- that was the 13th time she had gone to see Travis play in person. So we hoped they were going to win the Super Bowl because it was the 13th time. Oh, is that and, the, we- and the 13th letter in the alphabet is M, Mahomes. It all ties together. Did I you just even- do that? Did I you did just that. do that? In, that. Your, in your head, you were doing ABCDEFG. This is the jazz part of the conversation, Tarlin. <laughs> we're, we're riffing amazing. here. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's move on from goats. And you can always throw Montana in there who never lost in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I think if you're talking of any of the QBs, that's the group. Yeah. Um, and you can throw, he's not a goat, but he led a dynasty team was Bradshaw. Because I think Terry Bradshaw sure. and 70s. the 70s Steelers are reminding me a lot of kind of what's emerging at Kansas City now, especially if they can, you know, keep Chris Jones and make their defense legit Can we hold on like you you keep jumping we're in we're in goats and you're jumping the you prepped we didn't prep together i'm just being me dude keep doing you so the only thing i want to call out because this is nothing to do with goats and i remember brady was what is he a six round pick seventh round he, late, was, I, he was almost mr irrelevant he wasn't almost, quite almost mr irrelevant yeah. brady in his first two years 14 and 7 33 touchdowns, 21 interceptions, five playoffs, five and zero, oh, which was great. He's playoffs. Per- playoffs. Talk about playoffs. 58 percent completion rate and three touchdowns, two interceptions. Did okay. Yeah. I want to know why everyone's shitting on Brock Purdy. Oh, can I? Did I want to have the curse? Yeah, I mean it's FTC I mean, violation. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll I'll pay the fine. I'm this year, so I don't get fined. Ahead of Brady, literally in every stat except for he's 4-1 in the playoffs, so he's lost one game. Yeah. So call Purdy a game manager. If you could look at the first seven years, other than Brady winning, no one thought he was God's gift. He had the tuck rule. Yeah. He had been a, he had been a Terry. He had an unbelievable kicker. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable defense. Yeah. If you think about the Brady-Belichick years, it was a lot of Belichick early on mm-hmm. until Brady got his butt kicked by Eli. Thank you. Not once, but. Twice. And so give Purdy time. I'm not saying he has Mahomes' arm. People keep calling him a system player, but he's finding guys in system, not making mistakes. And he did not play terrible. People want terrible? Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. That's terrible. That's terrible. In the Super Bowl. Right. So he acquitted himself well. Part of me, I'm bringing this up, is because it's all about my fantasy team. When you draft a player in around 16 to 18, yeah. And hold all year. Yeah. You can take him as your 10th round pick the next oh, year. Got it. And I'm trying to talk myself into that's a good fantasy quarterback. He was number five fantasy quarterback. You're talking Brock? Brock. Yeah. So, anyways, give not only give Mahomes time, give Brock time. Brady wasn't Brady if you look at his first two seasons, and yeah. Brock is having a better first two seasons in NFL than Brady had. So yeah, man. that's where I want to go with the goats. Like everyone let it breathe. Yeah. Everyone relax. You're just looking for something to talk about. Just why don't you focus on the now and the potential for someone versus whether or not you're already going to put them on Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Well, it's also when you talk goats, the thing that's interesting to me is greatest of all time in terms of the full oeuvre, the entirety of their career, or you saying greatest of all time when they were at their peak, you know, the transcendent. This is why people bring up the 72 Dolphins because they were undefeated, unlike the Patriots who lost to Eli Manning. Not in once. a lot of ways, Eli really is giving Mahomes more room in the GOAT conversation because he beat Brady twice. That does open up the conversation because I think if you think about peak performance at their best, and we still haven't seen what Mahomes looks like when 
they make the the equivalent of the Randy Moss move to bring his go-to guy who's going to replace I don't Travis, think they'll do Travis, that. Travis Kelsey. Oh, oh, when Travis retires, you mean? Yeah, when Travis, you know, needs to stay at home to raise Taylor's kids, they're going to need to figure out what to do with Kansas City. And I imagine they're going to bring in, you know, a couple of big, at least one, but I imagine maybe more than one big name targets. And that's where I still think there's a ceiling we haven't seen from Mahomes. Also, their offensive line wasn't that great this year either. And he doesn't even... He's so good moving around in the pocket, you know, in a way that Tom Brady never got to. You know, actually Brock Purdy's much better scampering. A little, he's got a little Fran Tarkenton in him. Just... Imagine, you said pocket. Imagine for someone who doesn't understand football, explaining the pocket to someone. Yeah, right. Like, what the hell? I would bring it to jazz again, baby, where like when you're in the pocket, you know, like you're kind of flowing and it's like a quarterback, especially like a Joe Flacco style quarterback. You got your traditional, it's what the blockers do to create that space that allows you to start. You hold cooking. your wallet. Allows you to bears, start cooking. Keys, you start cooking. You got to get room bone. to cook. But then some people, what do they call it now? It's They don't call it a broken play. I think it's like off format. Off platform. Off platform. The off platform flow. It is. I don't know. I know what you're talking about. It means like you're moving. I think in the pocket is also like your feet are set and there are ways in which like your positioning will lead to a more effective throw. And then if you think about what Mahomes does, he's better than Aaron Rodgers. And I'll take the blowback. I know, I know Rogers nation. Ooh. They love this show. And I, you know, right. I know we're right after McAfee. It's, in, got, a, in their, it's got a call for Mac for McAfee. <laughs> they're listening. Right. Hierarchy shots fired. But I'd say he's, he's even more, creative like some F of those pfizer's not calling pfizer's okay since that's good that's true twice don't just get one vax just like eli beaten tom brady get vaccinated twice so we are you just talked about something we we will the next show i i we didn't get a chance to talk about it in our prep yeah prep, yeah is when is enough enough and hmm. so we will be talking about the kelsey bump the, the the Draymond Green wait the uh, Kelsey bump is is he with child is that what you're saying what's going on here were you bring up news to break slow your brain and and Rashid Wallace the meta world pieces the run out chests of the world so we will be talking yeah. about when is enough enough I like it so that's next you you mentioned dynasties I did and you'll agree let them tell me if you agree to this the dynasties in the NFL 60s Packers hmm. so you mentioned the 70s Steelers yeah the 80s 49ers yeah and the, the 90s giants bridged a little into that eh, period eh, yeah. stop it with your homerish the 90s cowboys yeah the pats in the 2000s and 2010s yeah except the giants twice okay just 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 hold it hold it you can't you can't have a one trick can't show up for one year i'm talking about its longevity and right now it's the chiefs right the reason you talk about the Pats dynasty 2001 to 2019, they did lose Eli Manning, not once, but two times. There were six wins, nine Super Bowls, and 18 seasons that Brady was the Brady-Belichick combo. They were in half the Super Bowls. Yeah. Mahomes right now in his sixth season has a better rate, but remember, yeah. we're going we're to let that breathe. But when we're talking about dynasties, it's absolutely it, what the Chiefs are doing. They got rid of their transcendent uh, wide receiver. Yeah, they're winning with a core group of defenders, and they need to bring back Chris Jones. Right, as long as they have Mahomes, 
as long as they have Kelsey, they have a chance. Even if, if their wide receivers are dropsies, even if their first round running back, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who was all rolled again with that for LSU, NCAA championship, who would play with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and yeah. Justin Jefferson. He may be on your fantasy team. Just the he's not. He was a couple of years ago. Hurt, okay. hurt because he just sees two yards in cloud dust and he'll give him the ball near the goal line. Those are the obvious dynasties. But I really, and you were, you know, you're a little older than me, but you'll remember this. Can you be a dynasty if you don't win? And I think you got to give a lot of love to the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. The Cowboys are the dynasty because they won the dynasty in the in the nineties were the Buffalo Bills. They went yeah. to four straight Super Bowls. And we all remember the Jim Kelly, Thurman Thomas, Andre Reed, James Lofton, the defense too. Same as you think about the Kansas City Chief. It's Bruce Smith, Cornelius Bennett, Steve Tasker, Daryl Talley, yeah, Dom Beebe, the one of the early slack guys. Yeah. With Marv Levy as coach. So an original K-Gun system, which then spread out to other teams. Right. The Bulls kicker, however, was Scott Norwood. I didn't say his name. Butker, I didn't say, I didn't say his name. Norwood. Oh, Tough kick. I, I was in college when the Giants won that Super Bowl through that missed field goal attempt by Scott Norwood. So that will always and forever be on my mind. So I think it's hard to argue that right now the run that the Chiefs are on, it's a dynasty. It feels like the Warriors who went to five straight championships. Now they've won four titles over eight years, but they had a three in five years. Yeah, It feels very similar there. So they'll be very interested to see how they hold this together. You got on, on the Warriors side, guys like Clay Thompson, who now are going to the bench and how they, how they keep together. But I, my question for you is, can you be a dynasty if you never win? Yeah, I'd say no. I think it's something else. You're more like the foil. You're more like the wrestler who's going to lose, the palooka boxer who's going to go down a lot. But you're better than a palooka. It's hard to say. I almost said beluga, like the caviar. That's not what I meant. So, so you think they're the Washington Generals for the Harlem Goldchargers? They're just going to get beat up, sent out to get beat up. You, don't, think, you think that that record is not impressive? They have no titles, so you're basically saying they're like Charles Barkley, Carl Malone. Titleist, it means nothing. Yeah. Well, I think also the three-peat to me, when you talk three-peats, you got to talk the GOAT, Michael Jordan, who three-peated twice in the 90s yeah. and retired in the middle. So it might have been a six-peat, depending on you know how much he wanted to go to baseball. And there's plenty of other things going on there. Was he ducking Akeem? Was he ducking Houston? Realizing that, you know, maybe I'll, I'm going to lay low. I'm going to lay low, play baseball so that I can do another three-peat when I come back and hide from the magic of the Twin Towers and Kenny Smith in Houston. But when you think three-peats and you think that level of dominance, I don't think there's a corollary to what Jordan did to anybody in the NFL. But I like where you went in terms of what Mahomes is. And even the, the player he compares himself to in the NBA is Curry. And I think yeah. that connection is an interesting one. The other piece I would put out there is just a little defense of TB12, because I'm a fan of pliability in middle age, is that he won one without Belichick. He went somewhere else. Like, to me, the thing that really blew me away, also branding-wise, TB12 goes to Tampa Bay, TB. Yep. You know, TB7 wins this chip independent of the original hoodie guy. Although you're holding your own. I'm going to let you finish, but I want to make sure something, the, all the listeners see what just happened here. Are you done? 
Is this your Kanye moment to my table? I'm going to sure all, all the listeners know what just happened. I was trying to have a discussion about dynasties. Can you be a dynasty if you're a losing team? Yeah. And as a great politician, one Michael Palmer, he didn't want to answer that question. So he went to a conversation about three peats, which it's I can, I'm playing, I'm playing jazz. You read, I just want to, I want to I'm make talking sure. to a five-year-old a lot. If I don't know how to redirect, I am plumb out of luck, brother. Matthew, we're going to have some classes. So three peats, let's talk big peats. Yeah. You know where the term was coined, right? Yes. I'm familiar. But when can you? I believe it might've been the turncoat, Pat Riley, LA Lakers. Yes. Going to 1988 season, Lakers had won two in a row, going back to back. We ended up losing in 1988, but Riley trademarks the term. And we've had, I guess he's had the Bulls have repeated twice since then, the Lakers and the Yankees. Yeah. I mean, also um, technically my trivia team at Kaplan Tech 3, we did win the trivia tournament three times in a row. So that also was technically a three-peat. Absolutely. Also the Houston Comets. So I'm not sure why. He didn't benefit off that, but anytime someone three peats, hats, yep. jackets, he's getting some money. Mm-hmm. And also, I think he three peated on jewelry recently. So the three peat is it's hard to do. The Lakers, there's only three teams that have done it more than once. Mm-hmm. The Bulls that we know in the '90s, the Yankees have done it, but over different long period, long, long periods of time, and also the Lakers. So it was the Mike and Lakers, and then the Kobe Shaq. So it's something that if the NFL was the hottest thing, obviously with NFL is already always must see TV. It's the most watched programming. It took it to another level with Taylor Swift, yeah. where they truly are bringing in a female demographic that would never be watching the game. Yeah, add the three peat to this for next year, the NFL is going to be nuts. And there's nothing that if you're thinking about the Kansas City Chiefs. Unless they can't bring back some of their defensive staff, they still have Spags, who's yeah. one of the best defensive coordinators out there. Yeah. I can't I think at least won four Super Bowls. Yeah, he won. I think he won two with the Giants. Yeah. Right. So that's five. I think he unless won four. He was, I unless, think he won two with he the Giants. On, and, yeah, and he missed the, the first one with the Chiefs. First one with the Chiefs. I think, yeah. And then you got, you got Andy Reid. And then you got Mahomes, and Kelsey's not going anywhere. So it's going to be fascinating to watch. I was edge of the seat hoping that the Warriors did it, but the wheels are coming off yeah. five straight years, going to the yeah. finals. They got injured. Mm-hmm. KD goes out. You know, Clay Thompson goes out. So despite the fact that there's some part of the Chiefs that are a little annoying, uh, I'm rooting for them to have a really great year. I want to see them in the playoffs again. I want to see them battling the Lamars uh, of the world and see if they can do it more time. Greatness doesn't, this pocket of, doesn't happen often. It doesn't happen where you can see players year after year want to come back. And it was, I was telling where I know those guys are celebrating, but they truly said, we're going to celebrate for a couple of days and we're going to get back to work. And I believe them that yeah. he needs to. We got to get some wide receivers that can catch the ball. Yeah. Uh, Rashi Rice is going to come back and, and be, have a dominant second year. So I, I'm just impressed by what the Chiefs have done. I'm rooting for another great year and rooting for them to have another shot in the Super Bowl, even though it'd be a rinse and repeat. It's a great story to watch. Yeah. And it's just watching excellence, which is part of why you watch sports and what Mahomes is doing is, is pretty crazy when you think about it. The other question is the, the GOAT, Tom Brady, is he now 
going to have a chip on his shoulder to become a GOAT broadcaster because I think he's doing some interesting initial interviews now where I think he actually might be a pretty good commentator. And that's what I wanted to close with is just a shout out to Nate Burleson, who did the show on Nickelodeon, which I watched the first half with my son, Nate Burleson and Noah Eagle did an amazing call with Patrick and SpongeBob on Nickelodeon. Don't snooze on it. If you're tired of Tony Romo, I'd say check out Nickelodeon. I left a lot of people tired of Tony Romo. And the fact you brought up Nate Burleson to close out, when he was a player playing for the Vikings, I used to draft him fourth or fifth round. Yeah. And I get hammered because people thought he was terrible. So the fact that Nate Burleson is the guy you watched for the first half of the Super Bowl, kudos. Kudos to Nate. I knew he had game. Be clear. Put the boy to bed, watch the second half, left it on Nickelodeon because I didn't need to put it back on Tony Romo. I actually was enjoying it enough. And then the thing about it that impressed me the most is that then he does the post game on CBS. So he code switches from, you know, describing what a first down is and kicking it with Patrick. By the way, Patrick was totally carrying SpongeBob the entirety of this show. SpongeBob, I don't know, SpongeBob might have been enjoying Vegas a little too much. Just heard it from me here first. But I think. We're going to hear more from Nate Burleson in the future. I'm curious what happens around his prospects. We didn't even get into Eric Bieniemy and now Steve Wilkes, our, our annual February. Oh, we have time for our, our coaching, the coaching, coaching carousel. carousel and also, when, when is enough enough? It's great to see you. It's late in 2024, so it's too late to wish you Happy New Year. Yeah. But I, will, I do wish for a great snow day for you enjoy the snow and don't come inside. I want to make sure you're not the one that says it's time to go in. Make sure right. it's Matthew that says, Hey, I'm yes. tired. Yes. Absolutely. Bring the, kid, bring the kid out. And I look forward to more consistent potting. We got yeah. a lot to talk about. Don't fall prey to people wanting to anoint the next goat. That's a silly conversation. Let's think about sports in a different way, how coaches are managing and let's run it back to sports history because it's always interesting to think about our past and how it informs today and the future. Amazing stuff. We'll be back more. Happy to be back in the saddle. Thanks for listening. This is Running It Back.